Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Let's meet our players. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm playing Trather Wimblin, a human fighter. Hi, I'm Jenny, and I'm going to be playing John Abermere, a crimson-born human. Peter, Bertrand Greystone, Dwarven Forge Cleric. William R. Ericocro Magi. Daniel, I am playing Vatten. I am a half-elf ranger. Hi, my name is Ben, and I am Twig, or Shem. I am a rogue bard and a, a goliath. We hope you enjoy our episode. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and use Action Surge and just okay. take an additional action, which for me is two more attacks. Right, fifth level fighter. Whoa. Yep, 16 doesn't hit. Nope. Um, Shim, you've got um, some sneak attack, right? I do have some. Cool. I'm going to give up my second attack. Oh. And, and use Commander Strike. Can you take the attack? So, uh, Shim, go ahead and make that attack roll. Because you're making an attack roll, you have advantage. Awesome. Oh, that was good. <laughs> oh, nice. 25. That's, That's a crit. A crit. <laughs> Which means you uh, sneak attack. roll the sneak attack damage twice and you roll the weapon superiority die twice. Uh, so that is uh, so much. 17 and, oh, and 6. 6 plus 2d8. Plus 2d8. Yeah, because please. you roll the weapon superiority die as well, and that gets what? done. <laughs> okay, I like these things. I may uh, not get to do any more cool things. I'm disappointed. <laughs> That's the goal here, yes. <laughs> Wait, let okay. me turn off before this screws up. Let me put that back on normal just in case this affects that. Um, so right now we're at 23 nice problems. 2d8. 9. Okay. There you go. So that's 32 total, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. I'm totally fine. I Jeez Louise. No, uh, that oh, sorry. Did 30. More than my Two. fireball. 32. What the crap? I, I would like to note for the listener that that was rolled with advantage and both of them hit. One of them just happened to be a crit. Yeah. Wow. The other one was real good. A 17, so. Yeah, that 22 was still yeah, decent. Yeah, that was that was quite nice. Um, so that's 17 plus 6 plus 9. Yeah, 32 damage. We're fine. Everybody <laughs> relax. We're fine. Okay, so is that the end of... of so Grand yeah, Trather distracts him and literally just distracts him long enough for Shem to just shiv him. You're not wrong. All right, was that the end of your turn, Grant? I hope. I'm trying to think if I have any other nonsense I can pull off, but I no, I think not. I'm done. Okay, before Bertrand's turn starts, the three of you need to make dexterity saves, please. Oh my goodness. Okay, that was impressive. Uh, I'm already 22? on the ground, so... Relative, I suppose, at that point. Sure. Okay, uh, so uh, everyone either makes it or Bertrand takes 13 more. Okay, so that's 11 more because of those two I want, temporary I want you to HP. put another prone icon on your character because you're prone twice. That's Dax, uh, right? No, yeah, no, it's five not. inches into the ground. <laughs> Just driven like a tent peg. Okay, so... Let me see if I can find something else that looks kind of prone-y here. <laughs> that was a good icon, though. Um, okay, so... It, or half a snail. There there it is. Is. No longer four feet tall horizontal. <laughs> oh... Oh. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Only vertical. Uh, um, and it's now Bertrand's turn. Yeah, it is. Um, Prone twice. Uh, be, before I stand up, uh, I'm going to go ahead and healing word John from my position. Thank you. And I'm going to use a second level spell slot for this. I like wow, the, I whopping like the... stick. <laughs> I like that he does it from the ground, though. I can just see Bertrand just putting a finger up and just pointing it. John is like, hey. I'm picturing it. Hang on. Let me see if I can find the right gif. It's from the, an anime called Beyond the Boundary, which you probably shouldn't watch. If But if you do, it's the I'm, one of the guy on the ground. From the ground. Picks up. I'm going to Sacred Flame uh, the Dragon. Okay. 
So he needs to make a DC 15 wisdom save. I was say dexterity again. I was like, come on, guys. You think, just... for, you think for a drink? Oh, wow. I've been rolling the wrong number. That's awkward. Okay. Oh, there we go. Hey, 13. I continue to do absolutely zero damage. Why does it have two exclamation points after it? It's very exciting. It's a really, yeah. 1D20. Huh, interesting. And I'll stand up. <laughs> okay. Um, is that the end of Bertrand's turn? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, the great and inevitable Sanot um, did not appreciate all of that. It was not very nice. Um, okay. Let's wait. Let me look at Let me read a thing. Um, Ben, how long does the heroism thing last? A minute. Oh, okay. So for the, for the entire fight. I mean, Functionally, it yeah. More yeah, than it's a whole minute. 10 rounds. And it prevents being frightened, correct? Correct. Okay. So eight more rounds. Okay. So if something would force them to become frightened, it basically just negates that portion, correct? Yeah, you're immune to that condition. Okay, perfect. Um, but you only gave that to Bertrand and Travis, correct? Okay. Um, yep. So I guess just you make me a wisdom save. Oh, I'm a smart boy. Oh, wisdom oh, save. actually, all six of you. Or I guess not Trather and Bertrand. So if there are any other effects, we should probably also make the save. But That is the only, well, that's the only portion that matters for this. Gotcha. So Shim, Shim rolled a 10. John uh, rolled an 18. I got a 9. William as well. Um, so Jenny's the only one that passes. Hey. Uh, the other three of you are frightened as he rears back on his hind legs and growls incredibly loudly to the point like that the ground shakes. Uh, I guess that affects R less because he's flying, but whatever. Minor detail. Um, and in sort of the same motion as he rears up and roars, he lunges forward at Trather. And let's go. Whip. Whip. Uh, so, Trather, do any of the following 16, 22, or 19 hit you? I think only one. The 22 hits. I thought so. Um, so he lunges forward and, and attempts to just bite and claw at you. And I believe it goes yep. bite, claw, claw. So a claw hits. Yep, claw gets through. And we will roll plus six. You will take 13 piercing damage, I guess. Slashing okay. damage, excuse me. You take 13 slashing damage. Done. Uh, and he looks very upset. Fair. Actually, everyone, make me a, everyone who is not frightened, uh, make me a perception check. So I guess Bertrand, Trather, and John... <laughs> Lord, another 20? Sweet Just mercy. I don't have any perception bonus, but sure, nat 20, why not? Okay. And the cleric with a plus four wisdom bonus gets an eight. eight. And that's also John with an John eight. John also has an eight. This uh, is like the end of the cursed sword arc in our, your home game a few years back. Grant. Uh, Grant, Trather is fairly certain, for the first time, you see some concern on the face of the dragon. It's small, yeah. but it's concern. We're entering stage two of the boss fight, folks. <laughs> you now, okay, wait. The Let battle me know music when he, changes. Uh, I don't know, turns into some big angelic ah! creature and <laughs> throws like four wings. Well, the mini taking up half the map will certainly do it. Yeah, yeah we're good. Uh, that was just for comedic effect because I like what Jenny uh, said. Um, John, it, it is Mr. Avermere's turn. Oh, it is. It, it is, is, isn't it? Uh... I can't do fireball anymore. Um, oh, that actually, uh, it's worked real nicely, actually, so far. It, it has, uh, but um, that would not, oh no, it's too smart. It is too smart for phantasmal force. I want to cast chromatic orb at level two. Okay. Um, because that gives me another D eight 
of damage. Oh, I sure, hurl a sure, sure. uh, four-inch diameter sphere of energy. Um, I choose... I'm going to choose crimson damage for this. Okay. Um, and I have to actually attack. So I think I have the um, attack here. Yes. So it's now 4d8. That's 10. That's a 10. That doesn't hit. Okay, okay, you have to roll a hit first. Okay. I do have to roll a hit, and I don't hit. I got I got a 10. So you, uh, John, make me a perception check. Cool. Yes, we'll do that again. 16. That's, so that's enough. You, when you form the little, the orbs, and you throw them at the, the dragon, there's a brief period where he sees the orbs flying at him, sees the color, looks very concerned, and looks directly at you. Oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> John's gonna die! Okay. You remember from your childhood the stories of the rift. Mm -hmm. The rift that was opened to originally trap a dragon. Yeah. You seem upset now. Like sad or like angry? Afraid? John's gonna smile at him. Maybe a little angry, too, but it's a little of both. It's definitely not neither. Okay. John's gonna just smile at him. And if the flavor text can be so bold, maybe, like, um, hang on a second. Maybe, like, flash crimson flecks in his eyes. I was hoping, I was, I just assumed you were doing it in the arms, but yes, perfect. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Gonna. Be, be so bold, please. Yeah. And then. I dig it. Basically, John is at this point uh, going to be a little reckless and basically do like the I'm watching you thing. Like, <laughs> hey, I see you. Point, I notice point, you. Point, point. Yeah. He, you hear him growl, I should have known. John will laugh. <laughs> Crimson. He always follows me. What? I thought that was over. Um, Daniel. Okay, so lots of things have been happening. Uh, I'm frightened. So what I'm going to do is I've just picked up on this entire exchange that just happened. And John doesn't seem scared. I quite am. So I'm going to uh, move. Oh, I. okay, hang on. Naha, I'm going to move by John. And I'm going to cast, um, I'm actually going to do a second level uh, Cure Wounds. Okay. So let's do this. Because you you look like you know what you're doing. Have I some have health. I definitely do not know what I'm doing. Thanks for the Cure Wounds, though. What's yep, 15 so that... plus 13? That's full health, I think. Hey, there you go. Uh, right. that, that's one over, actually. Yeah, so you're good. All right. And since yeah. I can't willingly move towards the creature i'm going to at least move here so i'm not in a straight line with anybody and that's like, my turn i like the care you guys take to not be in straight lines everybody's like spread out <laughs> and then i'm going to move so i am no longer in a straight line with someone yeah you should learn to do that right i know <laughs> i i always think of it after you've hit me with two or three things you get around to it eventually uh william I'm frightened. I don't exactly know what that means in terms of how it I can means. Attack. It means you have disadvantage on uh, your attack rolls or ability checks, and you cannot willingly move towards the creature you're frightened of. Okay. Then I will again be measuring. <laughs> when in I'll... doubt, make them save. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that does tend to negate some of the uh, disadvantage Oops. rolls. I did not mean to do that, That's but true. I wish I could take it. Yeah. I would take it twenty. I mean, it would hit. That's not <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that was for my attack. I didn't tell you what I was doing. Oh well, you still have to roll because um, twice because you have disadvantage. So I'm probably still. I'm hoping. I'm hoping I'm still okay. <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to do. Yes, when in doubt, make them roll. That is one hundred percent accurate. That could be on a shirt. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> 
for the listener, Guardians, but unfortunately, at level four, I don't have Warcaster yet. So, or cast five, second level Snillix Snowball Swarm. Yay! Snowballs. <laughs> um, it should reach, and I think that's a deck save as well. It is. Okay. <laughs> I apologize uh, in advance to William because I very selfishly put that on his character sheet because it sounded cool. <laughs> I'll take it. And for no other reason, I'm like, wait, what do you mean Snowball Swarm? Yes? Yes. And... Oh no, wait, where'd it go? Does that affect us also? Uh, no. I don't believe so. I lost Depends on where he puts it, really. <laughs> there is that. Yeah, no, it's... It wouldn't affect anybody. It's only within a five-foot radius. Okay, wait. Which, according to my measurements... R is a big fan of the measured response. I was going to say, like, <laughs> according to my measurements, is maybe the like very description of of how you've played R so far in this game. <laughs> very analytical, and, and I'm I'm about it. Uh, you say dexterity save. Yes, a fourteen. Okay, so he fails. Uh, he is going okay. to choose to succeed. I rolled a thirteen damage. Okay, uh, so he will take half of the snowball damage. I don't care that it's ice type or that it's cold type. It's snowball damage. <laughs> um, I have made that decision uh, internally. And... Well, that's good. So you could just start with a little and then gradually build. There it is. <clears throat> that was thank you. Yes. I like snowball that damage, not snowball ing damage. Tip <laughs> <sighs> uh, Ben. Uh, if William is done. Uh, um, looking around real quick, is anybody hurt? Bertrand? Um, <laughs> yeah, Trather and Bertrand are missing some, some hit points. Yeah, Bertrand might actually be worse off than I am. I don't know. Okay, I have at, 17. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm at I'm at 29. Okay. Um, then I will throw a first level healing word at Bertrand. And say, buck up, buddy. Alrighty. And then throw a bardic inspiration at Trather, which is my last bardic inspiration of the day. Um, and Shim, uh, after saying that, clears his throat and says, uh, snuff this tragic dragon, make him go wow. away. <laughs> Been working on that all month, haven't you? Oh no! <laughs> I don't know how much of our audience is old enough for that reference. <laughs> wow, we're so old. That was a cut, Ben. I, I mean, remember was... listening to that on my grandmother's turntable. I mean, hey, it was, the record it was a record. had that song on it. It was a well-written <laughs> rephrasing of that, to be fair. There you go. Thank you. Um, and so, uh, for just a reminder, uh, Bertrand and Trather both get two temporary hit points back also. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Trather has Bardic Inspiration. Yay! Which I believe is a D6 die. Cool. Uh, at the end of Ben's turn... Uh, Grant. Oh, uh, sorry, it's a D8 at 5th level. Nice. Dope. That's, I think, only 5 levels of Bard, though, not character level Oh, five. yeah, that's true. Oh. True. D6. Alright, so be it. Yeah, uh, Grant, a 13 doesn't hit you, so never mind. That's sad and disappointing. Grant, it's your turn. Awesome. Um, I'm gonna keep doing this a lot. It's worked Stick so it. far. <laughs> uh, swipe at him with this longsword. 15 won't cut it. Nope. But I'll... Uh, <laughs> normal that 15. So, all right. That was exciting. Trather, no swipey. Um, I'm going to save the die for right now. I don't think... I, I'd, I'd have to roll very high to be effective. Yeah. So, um, Bertrand, then. Okay, I'm going to use my last uh, third level spell slot, and I'm going to try the Spirit Guardians thing again. Aww. Hopefully he doesn't knock me over again. Uh, da, da, da. 
Move around to the other side of him. See if the, you know. Make him uh, blow wind in one direction, you know? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. And actually, that. (laughs) If someone else can get that fourth corner, that'd be great. (laughs) Everybody else is scared except John, and I don't think we want him in melee. True. But I have shocking grass, and you don't know what I'm going to do. No, I don't. (laughs) That concerns me, and I'm okay with it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so so you're mostly just affecting him. Yep, basically. It starts its turn there. Okay, so is that all DC you're doing? 15, yeah, DC 15 wisdom save. Uh-oh. Okay. Let's, let's Wait, what is the bonus? There we go. 16. Okay, so he'll take half of this. How does he feel about radiant damage? Um... That's fine. Okay, well, it's it's ten half to five then. Okay. So perfect. I'm okay with that. I finally did some damage to the boss monster. Yay! Hooray. I'm I'm sorry, Bertrand, that we won't be able to uh, stack the spike growth on top of the spirit oh, guardians. No, I was so looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Really, really I I only there. have two second level spell slots, and I need to burn my last one for healing. I mean, I would rather you heal John, honestly, so. Okay, so he can only move half his speed now. Uh-huh. Um, Regardless of which motion or which movement type he uses, I hasten to add. Yes, yes, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I mean, that's still a lot, but it's not. It's not as a lot as it could be. You're not <laughs> wrong. Oh, it's still <laughs> enough. Okay. Um. I feel like slow would also make his wings not work as well, but like actually can't get enough thrust. But fair. yeah, I mean it has all of his all of his speeds. So that's science. That's science in D anD. d Yeah, fair. it's it's not difficult terrain. His movement speed is halved, <laughs> which still leaves him with a fly speed of forty. Yeah, because sweet mercy. Um. Okay. Uh, it is his turn and. Uh, the three of you who are down here next to him, uh, I guess I'll make attacks of opportunity because he has not stopped staring at John and attempts to lunge forward between the three of you. That went pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So good news. When I hit him with an attack of opportunity, his speed drops to zero. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so you basically just like take your long sword and you just like jam it through his foot and you're like, no. Yeah, basically. Sweep the leg. Does uh, yeah. Does does Shim get the? Yeah, he does get a sneak because he's flanking. Yes. Uh, so he takes. Uh, wait, Trather, is it both of these or just the one on one? Uh, just the one on the left. Just the one on the left. Okay, that's better, I guess. Twenty. Yes. Yeah, so he takes twenty that's damage off of that. That's not enough. Okay, Six perfect. off of Shim. So twenty six total. <laughs> so that puts him at a. A number that's under zero. That's still okay, <laughs> right? Whoa. Aww, I wanted to do something really cool. So he launches forward, just barrels, tries to barrel forward towards uh, John, and Trather just immediately, Trather and Jim just immediately are like, nope, nope, that's not a thing <laughs> you're doing. Our John, you don't get to eat him. Ah. And you see several things happen. As he lunges forward and you guys kind of hold him back in position, kind of just, yeah, just like jam him in the wings, make him not go anywhere. You slowly, okay, everyone, I tell you what, uh, Shim, Trather, and Bertrand, make me dexterity saves. Oh, he boy. splits into two dragons. <laughs> I have not made a single save all session. That's I have four. I once again rolled very well. So that's a 22. He splits into two dragons. Stop it. That was the best idea ever. I'm <laughs> having flashbacks to fighting Bale in Diablo 2. Uh, okay, so he more or less. Fractal dragons. He, he shatters. Uh, anyone who fails the save takes 
18 piercing damage. Uh, Trather takes half. Um, so Trather Actually, takes nine. Or do you uh, take nine? I could, no, I, I make no save. Or I take no damage because of the shield master. Oh, feet. right. That's right, right. You get to just kind of absorb Not that it matters it. a whole lot. No, it's yeah. fine. Um, and all that's left in place of what was once a... What's two size categories above y'all? Huge? Huge, yeah. yeah. In what's place of what was once a huge dragon... Um, there's just this pile of obsidian shards. But occasionally it moves. And shakes. I am suddenly very well out of my depth. Are we still in combat? No. Okay. Um, should we... Oh... Uh, can we scatter these shards? Can we put those in like five or six different wells? That seems like a good idea. Uh, wanna, can we ask Bethely what we should do? Ah, I that's wanna, an even better idea. I want to go up to it and I want to start digging through and like seeing if there's something else in there, like other than shards. John? Is there a dragon heart? Ooh. This is not Minecraft. You don't find an egg. No, is there a dragon heart? Is Dennis Quaid going to show up? Oh, sorry. I didn't know the reference. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Nice. Uh, what you do find actually is a small elven man. Here, well, um, probably elven. I grab him by the face. I, I just grab him by the face, and I'm like, "What he's, are you doing?" He's conscious, sort of. Um, he, John, he looks sort of familiar. Okay. And that he fits the description of a man you've been told stories of. Okay. Uh, except he's probably somewhere north of, I don't know, seven or eight hundred years old now. And his skin is very faded and, and almost obsidian in color, despite the fact that he is clearly an elf. Mm. You have heard these stories um, of a magi who came to the Great Desert to drive off a dragon. And to drive the dragon away from the region through a portal to another plane. You know the story as well. He mm -hmm. did a poor job and instead opened a rift with the other plane, spilling out the energy that made John, well, who John is, frankly, to some extent, um, as you call it, the very magical accident. Mm-hmm. This resembles that man, but he was supposed to have come to drive the dragon off. No one ever tells stories of him having anything to actually do with the dragon. And but he, he does remember the man you've been told about. Okay. And he's sort of conscious? Loosely. Um, the, no. He's not conscious anymore. John's going to make sure he's not conscious anymore. John just knocks him he's out. He's going to live. But he's not going to be conscious. Okay. The shards, and, and as soon as you brush the shards away from him and he falls unconscious, the shards stop, the pile of shards stop moving. Mm. And you are left with an old elven man who does not seem to fit here. Well, John doesn't like this man very much. That seems evident. So I suggest we put all of this in several bags, including him. Yeah, he can have his own bag. That works for me. Oh, good. Do we still um, have that giant bag? You do still have a giant bag. Oh, the couple bag. The bag. Marvelous. <laughs> um, I would like to take a couple pieces here, just you know, souvenirs, that sort of thing. What part of the uh, armor do these go on? Oh no, no, these are these are for oh. display on the mantle. Oh, okay, okay. I thought this was going to be a new uh, um, sartorial choice choice. Look, um, obviously obsidian is fragile, delicate, and should never be used as plating on anything. Well, no, 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 decoratively. <laughs> but um, yes, decorative. So as you guys are, are doing this, um, Bethely walks up. So yep. it's true. Huh. Yep. Made of obsidian, as it turns out. I always thought they were two separate people. Suppose that wasn't accurate. Interesting. 
It's a shame. He... I knew him at one time. Uh, Magi Naren. Is, uh, is he going to be okay now that we've scraped the dragon off of him? Tis an interesting question you ask. I am unsure. He... I really... No one's really certain um, what happened then. I'm Sans what I, I know John is unfortunately quite familiar with. The story is always told of the man who came to open the portal and drive the dragon off, not that he was the dragon himself. Maybe he wasn't originally, I don't know. That's most interesting. But you all have done an excellent job, it appears. Um, that was quite harrowing. I am, uh, I am most impressed. Not that you aren't always uh, impressive, so to speak. We do our best in the situations that we're put into. Bertrand, like, cracks his neck, pulls a piece of obsidian out of the, the neck of his armor and, like, flicks it away. I believe I have put you in some of those situations, so my apologies. Uh, your help is always appreciated. Uh, you, so, so what happens with the Magi now? I will take him. Uh... I will wait to see where, but I will take him and see what can be done. I I would like to sit with him till the time comes. Not a problem. Uh, though I do uh, suspect there are some people who would like to come thank you. Uh, you guys look up, and, and Bertrand, I'll, I'll come back to that. And, or, <laughs> Peter, I'll come back to that in just a second. I, I, I have something. Bertrand. I have something specific I want to say to her, though. So okay, go so do, do yours first. I guess that's fine. Okay. Um, you see people um, start to flood out of the village in your direction. He's he's going to actually ask her um, to speak privately for a moment oh, and no. mention that he has um, an uncle who can be trusted to put people on a better path. I know him well. Is... If you're not looking, you know, if you're still looking for some place to send him, point to the unconscious magi, probably like sitting there with his tongue sticking out of his head. My uncle could probably put him to work, uh, give him something to do other than whatever happened to get him inside a dragon. And uh, I can take a few of these shards and drop them down a very old dwarven well deep in the earth that... Um, I don't think they'll be coming back from anytime soon. That uh, that is appreciated, and and yes, I think your uncle is an excellent option. I know the man well; it's been years since I have seen him, but uh, and if I know my uncle, he would be happy to see you again. And he is known for doing many things well, but uh, helping others is certainly high on that list. I will stay with the man for a while when I get there, but. Uh, Suppose that is not a bad place to leave him if no one objects. Fine by me, I suppose. Uh, I think it might be mostly up to John. He, they seem to have history or something. I, I, I wasn't quite clear. John is going to be stonily silent. Um, John's not ready to talk about this yet. Understandable, child. Understandable. At some point, he does sit up and he looks around at the group. And he looks at, at John. And he looks at your arms. Mm -hmm. You are one of them. For what is worth, and I, I, it may not matter much. And I understand that. I didn't know what I was getting into at the time. Uh, I made a choice to try and deal with the situation, and I chose poorly. And John's going to, like, the, mo the most he's going to do is at that, sharply exhale through his nose, like, just... I tried to push the dragon through and ended up both of us on the other side as one. It was a fight I lost and a choice I regret deeply. I attempted to close the rift, but uh, with the great dragon, as he calls himself, in control, I could do little. I know this is not something you ask for, and for that I'm sorry. Uh, I think it best if I leave. Likely. Uh, I believe... Oh, Bethany. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yes. I assume you will have somewhere to take me. That would make sense. 
he just kind Bertrand of will probably look at him and say, you're about to meet my uncle. He is a good man. And if you are truly looking to turn over a new leaf, well, let's just say that man grows new leaves. You're a graystone, aren't you? Aye. Ah. I know the expression on the face. You wear it the same as your uncle. It has been some time since I have seen him, but I look forward to it. As much as one can in this kind of circumstance, I suppose. Well, like I said to Bethany, if he knows you and he hasn't seen you for a while, he is looking forward to seeing you again. Perhaps there is still work to be done. There is. So it and, seems. Yeah, Fatten's just going to stare at him and, you know, the the consequences of your actions have been great and far-reaching. And I think there's a lot of work ahead for you if you wish to redeem yourself. Thankfully, as an elf, I do have a not insignificant number of years remaining. Just remember so that the people the affected by you don't. He looks at you and he, he kind of weighs that for a moment and then looks at John. Yes, you are correct. I suppose now is the best time to start that. Bethany, if you will. She looks at him kind of confused. Um, well, um, very well then, to Greystone Keep we go. Hmm. Uh, I will see the six of you again, I'm sure. Uh, it has been a pleasure. Uh, oh, and, uh, and I'm going to say this because I used to say this all the time with Bethany, <laughs> and I really love what John does when I say it. Um, Yahweh be with you. And also with you. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a You're long welcome. time. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't done that bit with Bethel in a while, so I figured I'd do yeah. it again. Um, she just kind of leads him away. And you you see at this point the crowd is kind of pulled in from the village, from the city. And the hawk is at the front with sort of her guard. Well, that was... Uh, very interesting. Um, I'm not going to bother asking questions. Thank you. Uh, do you do you have some tea? I believe we can make that happen. Uh, Sounds nice. You see, you see one of her guard uh, smile and open a, a sack that she carries on her back and pull out a small kit and begin building a fire. I think I might also go for some tea. It's been a day. So it has. So it has. Um, I have one more thing that I want to do. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bertrand will kind of go up to uh, let everybody kind of get settled in around the fire and then go up to John and be like, are you going to be okay? John isn't going to speak. He's basically staring off into the middle distance if there's food he's eating it um uh john john isn't talking right now that tracks for john i feel like given the circumstances yeah. <laughs> i get that um okay so they said about uh there's a big celebration um okay if, if anyone has seen prince of egypt um after Moses leaves Egypt and arrives in the desert and moves in with Zipporah's family, there's that huge party. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like that. Um, there is lots of singing. I won't do that voice because I can't. I don't, remember, I don't know who does her father, but that dude's voice is amazing and I can't replicate that. Um, <laughs> but I love no, it. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I, I feel like in the back of my head I know it is and I can't remember. But um, there's a huge party. Food is brought out. You are all served tea first. Um Zipporah does serve all of you tea. Um, it is lovely, oddly orcish tea, but it works. Um, I don't know anything about tea, so someone make something up. Rubos. There we go. I was going to say Rubos. <laughs> fixed it. I don't know tea, so we'll go with that. Um, well, that sounds like a good orky tea. It kind of does. Um, Actually, you know what? If we're going or No, never mind. 
I was gonna say Lapsang Suchong, but I'm not that mean. Oh, um, oh, it's Danny Glover. I like Lapsang Suchong. It's like, what if you put a fish on a campfire and rubbed ashes in it? <laughs> and that sounds delicious. I, I know how to process that. that. Not for tea. It literally almost made me throw up. No, it, it was it, actually very bad for me. Tea. And as somebody who loves like the smell of campfires and no. grilled meat, it's great. Fair. I what don't was... want campfire in my tea. I love the smell of campfires and I want it nowhere near my tea. What was the first kind I don't called? Teas that taste like meat. There are several that taste like meat and I hate it. I... The... What was the yeah. thing you guys came up with originally called? Ruibos. Ruibos. Spell, please. R-O-O. You do it. Okay. I forgot. R-O-O-B. R-O-O-I-B something. O-S. Okay. Or in Lehman's turn, Redbush. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's actually just yesterday, but it's a South African plant. Interesting. Yeah, I have okay. I have some here that's like um it's got like blood orange peel in it. It's yeah. really good. It's yeah. it's really I'm good like... in blends. It takes a certain kind of person to drink it just straight. And that unlike black tea. Being... Yeah, unlike black tea, you can boil it and boil it and boil it and it doesn't oversteep. Hmm. Okay, so you guys hit around the fire. Uh there's a meal, there's a huge party. Everyone has a lot of that kind of tea. Um, and the hawk just kind of uh, I don't know that you will stay in the area but if you do uh, we can always use your help I'm sure uh, if not I'm sure Duchess Kaya would always welcome you to return uh, Trather and your companions to uh, the service there uh, either is fine or if you just wish to continue your own adventures you seem to do a good job of it. Just, well, I should probably head back home and at least check in for a bit. Maylie, Responsibilities and all. Maylee walks up behind you. I would like to go home again. Yes, please. <laughs> the child had never been outside of that town for more than three days. And granted, in story, she's probably only been gone for like three weeks. But still, we move real fast. Huh. Yeah, we do. Uh... <laughs> I think, yeah. I, okay, I tell, I tell you I, what. We'll yes. close with each of the six of you telling me what your character does beginning the next day or whatever. Wherever they would go and whatever they would start to do next. And I'll give, I'll give you guys each a couple seconds because I did not prep that for you. Um, and whoever wants to go first... You tell me where your character would proceed from here. I've already figured John's out. Then go with it. Like, I basically figured it out as soon as you were like, yeah, this is the dragon. I'm like, oh, it's the dragon. Okay. Um, we're doing things. All right. Uh, yeah, John is going to stick around for a few days and, and just basically help with cleanup crew type stuff. And then he's going to go back to the monastery where he grew up. Um, oh, okay. and pursue a much more monastic life. Um, he's it. he's had enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was fine, and and now he's he's pretty much done done with adventures. Uh, every uh, so often, after you return to the monastery, Bastion comes to visit you with his bird. Okay, good. and brings you tiny succulents. Okay, little cuttings. Yes. For you to Excellent. do with as you please. Uh, okay. Next. Yeah, so Vatten is going to wake up really early, probably just before dawn, get his things packed, and where you can still kind of see the guiding star right on the horizon, right before it sinks below and the sun starts to come up. And he's going to pack his things and... Uh, Head for the crossroads, as as he has just been newly made warden of it. Fair. And uh, he's also going to keep an an ear and an eye out for uh, his old gang because he's going to try and pursue them and 
basically harry them and and break them up and see if he can try to make right all of the wrongs of his past and you know kind of who, face it head on you know who was just in the crossroads like two weeks ago mm. ash and her warforged bodyguard uh-huh they can't have gone far probably i'm sure yeah let's let's see if we can track them down and next well Trather is certainly going to uh probably stick around for a couple of days helping to rebuild and then after that uh once it's clear that everyone else is sort of dispersed he's going to sort of just trudge on back uh to the crossroads himself and check in at home such as it were um that he's going to have spent a lot of time composing a very bad what he thinks is a like appropriately heroic tale it's not um it's uh it's pretty dire but he'll do his best may, may Lee assist you as you write yeah i mean that's great but i it's mean probably still not yeah that's fair <laughs> um yeah trather upon return uh is knighted uh, by his, uh, by the, I believe, Countess of the Crossroads, and uh, Maylee is officially made your actual squire. Oh, exciting! Uh, and as excited she as she is to go home, uh, going home means she gets to buy new journals, which means she has a lot more room to write things down in, and you need to teach her more things for her to write in those books. <coughs> I will get started on that. Although you know, it's going to be in the field learning because there's things to do. And I, I suppose since I have an official position, I'm probably at that knighting ceremony. Just you like... are. I really like the idea that Batten's in the corner crying. Tears of, of proud joy. <laughs> I'm so proud of Melee. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Rather, that totally makes sense. But Melee, she's grown up so much. Yes. Uh, okay, so that leaves Ben, Peter, and William. Who next? Um... Shim would stick around, um, help rebuild, obviously, and then stick around beyond that, set up a little uh, um, little bard shop. Concerts. Uh, feeling connected with the uh, the mountain area here, and uh, just look, like make this home. Uh, adventuring out a little bit, but always returning back here. You have found the only orcish village in the plain that enjoys Ed Sheeran. Yes. It is a staple of their music, and you are huge here. <laughs> what What about Elvish John Denver? Because that will probably play pretty well here, too. It's a close third. Second is Queen. <laughs> Mountain Road. Fourth is Skillet. Home. <laughs> there are diverse people who like a lot of different things. Um, fifth is anything from the Prince of Egypt soundtrack. <laughs> Don't question the logistics of that. It's fine. William or Peter, go next. Before I, I, before I keep running the I technology of CD I players in my story. I think I've got a nice note to end things on, so I'd like to go last, if that's okay. Okay. William, what does R do now? R will rebuild as well. Um, but at uh, first chance he gets, he will just start to fly. Um, it's been a rough few weeks, like you said, and... Uh, R is very much in his head and enjoys traveling and learning. And so uh, the whole, this whole experience will he'll process and learn and uh, use that. Um, R has experienced searching for dragons. And so he will Ooh. take this and continue searching for more dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the main reasons he came from to the material plane is to search for a green dragon. So he will, okay. at some point, once this has, once he's, uh, uh, I don't know another word other than process, but um, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Taking a breather, traveled a little bit, he will continue that search. Uh, okay, so you are actually joined on your journey to find a dragon um, by the only <laughs> other Aarakocra you've met. Uh, believe uh, she worked with Bastion. Uh, her name is Saley. 
ignore the fact that her name sounds a lot like Maylie. I wrote them separately, but wasn't remembering <laughs> that when I did it. Um, uh, she's the only other air cover you've met, and she happens to know where there are several green dragons. And uh, one is not that far from here, probably. I mean, you guys can fly. It'll be a much shorter trip for the two of you than it would be for anybody else. And so you guys set out on the search for a green dragon. Peter, what becomes of Bertrand? Bertrand will probably wind up leading or at least coordinating the rebuilding efforts um, because that is his favorite thing to do. And once he is convinced that things are to a point where he is no longer needed, which will probably be slightly after the actual point where he's no longer needed, uh, <laughs> he will make a set of like miniature holy symbols and give one to each member of the party, just kind of as a, a little parting gift. Uh, and from there, he will bid the orcs farewell and head back to the Dwarvish Mountain because there is somebody who's going there that maybe could use an eye kept on them and maybe could also use a little bit of guidance. Uh, so as you approach, uh, you return to the area of, of the land of your uncle, and you see him standing on the top of the parapets at the front of his tower. I see a gray stone. Hello, so do I. <laughs> it has been too long. Said that a lot recently. Welcome. Come in, come in, child. Come in. Bertrand will give like this big dwarven smile and go up and like hug his uncle and He hugs you, he picks you up, he sets you down. Dwarf hug. Hey, you can still do that. I... <laughs> You're not looking too bad for somebody who's four hundred and seventy-five years old. I well we do what we can. I am still, and always will be, four feet tall in all directions. <laughs> I <laughs> love being a dwarf. Okay, uh, so that's where we're going to stop. Um, for those of who, as you may have guessed, that is the end of this current campaign. Um, so the, to the six of you, and I mean this as genuinely as possible, thank you. Uh, this has been a weird year and a half, but I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we've yeah. had a lot of fun too thank you for yeah. running a really good game and thank yeah. you thank all you. the rest of you for putting in a lot of work it's been a i like i've loved all of these characters i've loved the jokes i've loved the interaction i've loved like the rapid switching between we're doing ridiculous things and we're having serious heartfelt wholesome moments and it's been great yeah yeah it's, absolutely I, I genuinely appreciate the the journey you guys have gone on with me we started with a dragon. We ended with a dragon. It's very on brand for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've done a lot of weird nonsense and, and made a lot of puns, uh, but I've learned I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. No dungeons, it's right though. For us. Hey, I've stuck strong to my themes. You and, have. Uh, I am consistent. That's no, very good. I, I like, I like this. It. Not just like a dungeon crawler. Like, this is... You got two dragons. That's as close as we're getting to the full full name of this this system. So, if it helps, I promise one dungeon. I'm disappointed, but that's fine. <laughs> but all got, dungeons, no all dragons it's, it's next time. Just all dungeons. You say you in go. the you you meet in a dungeon and you never leave that dungeon. <laughs> that's actually know. not half bad a concept. Oh, Very yeah, psychological thriller kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen some movies that are kind of like that. I one thing that I do want to say is like. I remember when we kind of first started doing this, I was a little trepidatious, I guess, even though I'd, I'd done kind of a one shot with, um, with you before. And it's been really interesting kind of trying to lean. I, I love that we've all been doing this, just trying to lean really hard into that wholesome family friendly vibe that we try for here and kind of some of the, the dynamics that that produced and some of the things that it didn't produce like for instance a body count <laughs> we yeah. played D, D for a year and a half and we didn't kill anything sapient that's pretty remarkable did we really not i thought we did terrible things to that one um village and it was really out of character for us no i don't think so oh no yeah, yeah we only tried to steal <laughs> yeah i don't think we actually killed them yeah no you, you did steal a little bit from them you didn't do anything else and I, I remember you guys actually feeling bad about doing it when you were done. So that's, yeah. that seems pretty on brand. Um, I, I must not have 
been there for that one. That was a seriously yeah, short moment. Completely slipping that, uh, my mind. I think that was a it conversation was way early we basically on. had. It was literally like two sessions in or yeah, something. Yeah, that like you yeah. guys you found some stuff that was left over after you defeated bad guys and just left with it, even though it probably wasn't theirs either. Uh, okay. I think it was what kind of sparked a discussion at that point. But you That's guys have you guys have adopted a theme, like Peter said, and you have run wholeheartedly headlong at whatever I've set in front of you with it. Um, and that's made for some genuinely far more entertaining moments than I think it might have otherwise. So, so I really appreciate the your choice of of tactic and style has made this unendingly interesting. Um, so, thank you. It definitely, it definitely ups the challenge rating of the uh, the game as a whole to figure out ways around combat. If oh you- yeah. Although there were a few times where I could literally hear Ryan's inner monologue go, just fight something yeah. in the middle there. Yeah. My inner monologue, some of the audience, me actually <laughs> typing it on Facebook occasionally. You know? I, I will say as much as it, it's a bit more of a challenge, I think it makes it more fun because we aren't just casting here's yeah. here's my I'm not just casting Eldritch Blast every two seconds like because we are setting limitations for ourselves for ourselves we aren't I, I am having more fun I am having more fun within the limitations that we have set when I knew I was sort of more or less in over over what I was capable of when session one I'm like they're gonna fight a dragon you guys are like we want to talk to the dragon I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> what? Come, come again? I'm supposed to. Okay. We'll see what happens. Let's Welcome to your new campaign. <gasps> okay, we'll make it work. Um, and and that happens a lot, and it has turned out to be quite entertaining, and I'm perfectly here for it. Um, so yeah, we will be back at some point in the relatively near future. Uh, still, every other week for the listener. Um, I'm not exactly sure when Grant's campaign will start. It will not be long from now, um, but if it is, if there is a bit of space, you will have something in the intervening moments. I have a list uh, to everyone who's on the list that I should have gotten to a long time ago. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to work my way through it eventually. There's some stuff we need to get uh, recorded at some point, but we will see what we can do. And to our listeners, thank you. Uh, we we added a bunch of new Twitter followers recently and uh, some new listeners, so Hi. Uh, also, if I've missed your comments on our website, I realized I had a guy who commented like six months ago and I didn't see it. So I've responded to them. Thank you. Um, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Seriously. Um, we have a, a real dope audience and uh, they are here for all of our nonsense, except for Cameron from First Geek 411s. He's made his sense on puns well known and he hates them, but that's okay. Because it's what you guys do when you sometimes and you're fantastic at it. I'd like to see him stop me. I haven't met anyone who can do that yet. That's accurate. (laughs) Um, No matter what I put into a combat, there will be some kind of pun made at some point. Um, It is, it is on brand for you guys. And uh, as much as I I give you a hard time, I do enjoy it thoroughly. Um, If I don't groan at least twice a session, something's wrong. And it hasn't happened yet. Would you say? We've barely punned this time. I'm I heard at least one from Peter, I think. Boss fights make that happen, I feel like. Well, it's just really hard to think up of a good it's, pun it's for inevitable. Dragon. <laughs> and I'm, like, racking my brain to see if I can, like, stretch it a little bit and yeah. come up with something for, like, Wyvern or... On a whole oh. different scale. I mean, we also, yeah. it was. <laughs> the other thing is, we also just didn't act, interact with as many things this session. Yeah. That's true. That's true. This one was very much a here's going to be the final boss fight and then we're just going to go from there yeah um so uh grant daniel sometimes just gotta wing it hey (laughs) and we're done no one say anything else we're ending right there (laughs) we out perfect uh okay one of you guys tell me about saving the game yeah so wrap this up Sure. So Saving the Game is a Christian podcast about tabletop role-playing games and collaborative storytelling. And we break down and analyze games and we talk about uh, concepts like alignment or uh, morality in games or ghosts or, ah, goodness, you name it, we've talked about it. We've got nearly 180 episodes out there and more are coming, I assure you. 
Uh, We've been at this for about eight years now. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you like that sort of thing, just listen to us at stgcast.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter, Saving the Game. We're easy to find. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you and hope you have enjoyed all of City on a Hill, not just this campaign, but everything else that Ryan posts, um, because it's all really good and fun. And we're looking forward to hopefully continuing some sort of partnership going forward. Absolutely. Yes, please. Um, So, yes, thank you to you guys. Um, SCGcast.org, CityOnHillGaming.com, CityOnHillGame on Twitter, or wherever you get your podcast. Go check it out uh, for... Peter, William, Jenny, Grant, Daniel, and Ben. I'm Ryan. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org, or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. As we wrap up our second campaign, I just want to say one more big thank you to our Patreon sponsors, Ashley, Tony and the folks from the Nerd of Godcast, and Joanne.